Vincent, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Welcome to Berlin. Thank you. How are you feeling? Great. Yeah, it's been, uh, believe it or not, hot, so I'm <laughs> nearly sweating. But uh, no, it's been good. I've been, you know, well received and, um, and I've just been, yeah, just blending in quite quickly. Before we talk football, can we sort the apartment out? Because you and the and Blackburn Rovers manager were apparently in for the same apartment, were you? Yeah, I know. This is the first very false rumour that's come out. <laughs> I, I just never had to look for an apartment because I've lived in the North West before and I've held on to a few things. So we'll knock that one down then? Yeah, knock that one down. It was wrong. No bad, bad source. <laughs> in terms of... Your, your workload so far, you've been here, what, 10 days? A, a lot of people interested to know how the squad's going to start to look. Can you give us any indication, any any confirmed arrivals? Uh, I mean, I can tell you we, we, we're close to bringing in a few players, but you know, until the medicals have been finalised and contracts are signed, um, there's nobody that's, that, that we're bringing in officially today, I think. Um, but in general, yes, we've been close to plays and we've, uh, we've set up a few medicals and, and hopefully in tw next 24 to 48 hours we can, we can start making the first announcements. And first glimpse yesterday of the fixtures, what do you make of your start? Um, yeah, it's, it's, been, it's, a, it's a complicated start. Definitely playing against um, some tough teams and some teams that have been uh, probably tipped for promotion as well. But... Um, you know, you start you start more difficult. You recover a few, you know, games later in the season. That's not bad as well. So uh, we'll see. It'll give us a good idea of where the team is early doors, and and maybe that's be better as well. You've only got five weeks though. How difficult is it to blend the squad together in five weeks? I think that's the hardest part. You know how quickly you can turn it around, especially when you've got new players coming in, new ideas as well. And uh, and still a little bit of uncertainty because you know it's 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 like this when a club um, gets relegated and and that's normal. But in terms of what I've seen the team do on the training pitch and how the team has been able to you know show the togetherness in the very first days, that's one thing we'll take from from the previous seasons into the new new season, which which should help us. Good luck. Yeah. Thank you very much. You've played, Vincent, against Burnley lots of times. Yeah. What impressions did you have of the club and the place as a player? And has that changed now you're in here as the manager, kind of seeing things behind the scenes? Yeah, I mean, it's, been, it's, it's always been a, an incredibly difficult place to come to. And, of course, the image you've got is, is, is Turf Moor. And, you know, it's, um, you know, it's, it's a place of, of, of history and tradition. It's, it's a very... Um, I think that's that's the first feeling you get from it, and then when you get to the other side of it, which is the training ground and this area here, it's I think it's a good mix. You get to have this very English football type of reminder when you come to the stadium, but then when you go to the training ground, you've got everything you need for a, a high performance environment. Um, and and in that sense, even the people here are of a very high quality. You've lost Nick Pope, obviously, to, to Newcastle yesterday. Yeah. Other players have, have left at the end of their contracts. What would your message to supporters be who might be worried about players leaving? I know you've talked about potentially players mm. coming in. Is this part and parcel of football? Just, just, is it just kind of necessary? Does it always happen? Well, I think it, 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 goes, it goes with the potential drop in revenues when you, you, you fall out of the Premier League. 
and you always have to expect that some of your valuable players um, do need to move on, not, not because it's good for them, but also good for the club. Um, but it's a team with, with some experienced players, some, some, some depth in quality as well, uh, certainly for the championship. And, you know, it's a few players that also earn the right probably to move on. And, and from our side, we wish them well, and, and, and we, we, we're looking forward to bringing some exciting players in, yeah. And, and financially speaking, does your ability to bring players in, buy players, sign players, kind of hinge on those departures and those bigger earners going out and, and generating some revenue? Um, not, not necessarily. From, from Not necessarily. I think there are, of course, there's still a few... You know, these players would just attract interest, so it's no secret that we kind of expect that maybe something will will have to happen there. But there's no rush. Um, we've been able to negotiate and, and hopefully we'll be close to complete on a few players without the need to to look at, uh, immediately to, the, to those sales. But, you know, there's also a, a reality of the squad. You know, we've, we've got a... That's an experienced squad, and I think um, if if we are to um, turn turn a financial corner, I think it's important for us to just have balance in the squad. You know, a mix of players who grow in value and, like I say, exciting players as well. Not just um, for that reason, but also for for the football they can give us, and then a mix between those players who, who hold that culture together and and what has made Burnley special over the years. And you know, yeah. Before I get shot for a fourth question, what, what's the brief, what's the aim, what's the chairman said to you that you need to be achieving? We've, we've, had, we've had very... See, see, I would love to give like a, a, a very simple short answer, but the reality is it, it, it really happened over a period of time that you know, was, I was not in a need to go um, and look for another club. I, I had different options, so I was not in a need to come to Burnley specifically either. And we just started talking, you know, mid-term, long-term, short-term, uh, talking about the problems that the club was facing in the short-term, talking about the opportunities, and, and it's just how, how open that the chairman, the ownership, and, and other people within the club were to me that, made me that convinced me to come to the club. So I can tell you the, the short answer, which is, you know, the ambition is always as you come down to go back up. But the reality is that um, if, it, if it doesn't happen, I think we're in a very calm position because we know what to do with the debt. We know how to create value, we know how to grow the club. And if you look at some of the best examples in the Premier League, and uh, name me the best examples of well-run well small clubs in the Premier League. No, it's a question to you, like, putting you on the spot. Well, traditionally, Burnley have been one of those. Yeah, we, exactly, we've been, but... You know, it's it's a transition period, so now it's about how we get back there. So, so the, you, you'll you'll name most likely the the Brentfords of this world and the Brightons of this world, and you know these clubs didn't just go and make a big statement. Let's go Premier League, and it jumped in from one year to another. You know, it's um it's about the recruitment you do, it's about the players, um, you know how you develop the players, and then you know it's 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 not rocket science. The hardest part about football is just keeping people calm. <laughs> As the rest of it is mostly, um, you know, steering a course that's clear. Do my best to stay calm. Thank you. <laughs> I remind you of that. <laughs> Hi, Vincent. Just sort of following on from that, what 
sort of as the nature of your conversations with the chairman when you were deciding to come here, how much of a role did he have to play? And he sort of on a shared shared path in, in how you see the future of the club. Yeah, so um, I met, I think, four or five people before even committing. And um, there was a consistency in what they were saying. Uh, there was extreme tr transparency. And um, we spoke about solving the problems that the club has in the short term with, with bringing in football solutions. And, and that for me, and look, I'm, I'm, I'm still a young manager and um, you come into, and I'm trying to explain it from my side, you come into the other side of the game and when you used to be a player, you know, you score a few goals, you have a few good performances and, you know, you get to make choices, choices for money or choices for trophies. And, you know, and if you're lucky, you get both. But w when you're a manager, it's different. You rely so much on people around you. You rely so much on the time to work and develop and show the work you do. And so you have, a di you have a choice between different pathways. I could go one pathway where you hop from one club to the other and hope that you reach the Holy Grail, you know, because you've, you've, just, you've just landed in the, good, in the right squads. Or you try and find people that, you know, you think, and that was my take on it. I thought that, that the level of transparency, the, 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 the way that we discuss short-term, mid-term, long-term, you know, it's not, like I said, it's not rocket science. It's like any other thing in, in life is if you, if you apply yourself and you, bring the, the, you, you get the necessary time. And, you know, my contract reflects that. I'm here for, I've signed four to five year contract and uh, I'm patient. I'm not looking to hop from one club to the other. I'm, I'm happy to be here at Burnley for the long term if needed be. And I'm prepared for any scenario, you know. You're the fans, probably in your, in your managerial experience already, and you'll certainly find it this summer that everybody wants five signings a day between now and the start of the season. Yeah. How sort of big a job do you see in terms of perhaps number of players coming in, and, and are there sort of any specific positions you feel that needed to address urgently? Yeah, I mean, talking about specifics, I, look, I think there's still some positions who are pending on potential exits or not. So in case there's a bid that we, uh, an offer for a player that we cannot refuse, um, we, the, the way we work at least towards it is that we activate a lot of options that we have, a lot of players that we've recruited. We've got a recruitment staff who's going through hundreds of players a day, I reckon. And we're making sure we get a lot of eyes on it and we're making sure we get a lot of information on every player we get. And then if we have to bring in a position, it can be any position we'll be we'll be ready to um, to hopefully bring in a player that is uh, that is able to 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 be a success for the club yeah and last one for me re retaining players obviously crucial as well Nathan Collins is a, a player who sort of emerged last season and, and took his chance really well in the Premier League he's been linked with a lot of um, Premier League clubs have you had a chance to speak to him and the other international lads and are you confident that, that him in particular will stay stay at Burnley next season yeah, no, I made a point out of it to, to just leave the players have their holidays. And, you know, when you call players and they're on holidays, you know, you say half a word and they've got nothing else to do with their days than to talk about it with the parents, with the agent, and they turn the word into 10 different things by the end of the day, especially after a, 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 a corona at the, be at the pool. So I try, to, I try to just limit my time where I'm going to speak to the players when they're in the building, when they see the work we do, when they, you know, they, they can feel that they're developing and they're progressing. And then, 
it's like with everything, uh, we can have a conversation about anyone's future in the squad, literally anyone. But, you know, if there's, if there's a club, we'll have a discussion. If there's no club, move on and play and, and improve and, and be the best you can be.